0: Visit betterhelp.com/slash make your bed today to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash make your bed. Good morning, good morning, Sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed Podcast. John Cleese is a British actor and comedian, and he said, Nothing will stop you being creative so effectively as the fear of making a mistake. Creativity is not a talent, it's a way to operate an ability to play. To play is experiment. What happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? What if? The very essence of playfulness is an openness to anything that may happen. The feeling that whatever happens is okay. You cannot be playful if you're frightened that moving in some direction will be wrong, something you shouldn't have done, when you're either free to play or you're not. So the best way to get the confidence to do that is to know that while you're being creative, nothing is wrong. Any drivel may lead to breakthrough. And I got this from an entire lecture he did on creativity, but according to him in this lecture, he suggests that creative people must work between open and closed modes. The open mode is for creative thinking, while the closed mode is for finishing something you started. About the open mode, Cleese said, It's a mode in which curiosity, for its own sake, can operate, because we're not under pressure to get a specific thing done quickly. We can play, and that is what allows our natural creativity to surface. The open mode is useful for popular creative techniques like exploratory or free writing, mind mapping, brainstorming, and exploration. It helps if you're not facing an imminent deadline or pressure to deliver a key project, because you're not supposed to judge yourself during this mode. Instead, ask, what would happen if blank, or wouldn't it be better if blank, or let's pretend, or go on, or how could we, or imagine if. And if feeling open helps you become more creative, then feeling purposeful will help you become more productive. That means adopting an active state of mind wherein you focus entirely on the task at hand. Kleese calls this the closed mode. He says, we have inside a feeling that there's lots to be done, and we have to get on with it if we're going to get through it all. It's an active, probably slightly anxious mode, although the anxiety can be exciting and pleasurable. But let me make one thing clear. We need to be in the open mode when we're pondering a problem. But once we come up with a solution, we must then switch to the close mode to implement it. Because once we've made a decision, we are efficient only if we go through with it decisively, undistracted by the doubts about its correctness. For example, if you decide to leap a ravine, the moment just before takeoff is a bad time to start reviewing alternative strategies. When you're attacking a machine gun post, you should not make a particular effort to see the funny side of what you're doing. He says, in other words, to be at our most efficient, we need to be able to switch backwards and forwards between these two modes. But we often get stuck in one. And it's typically the closed mode that we find ourselves stuck in. Under the pressures, which are all too familiar to us, we tend to maintain tunnel vision at times when we really need to step back and contemplate a wider view. Cleese discusses the importance of both divergent and which is generating multiple ideas, and convergent, which is narrowing down those ideas to the best solution. And divergent and convergent thinking are essential in the creative process. But he does suggest that these two modes should not be confused. According to an article by Brian Collins for Forbes, who does a deep dive on this lecture, he said the closed mode is important for creatives too, particularly if you procrastinate or make excuses about late deadlines or pull painful all-nighters regularly. Be purposeful when you need to accomplish a series of set tasks under a tight deadline. To integrate this thinking into your creative work, eliminate as many distractions as possible from your studio. Turn off the emails, the television, or distracting background music. In the closed mode, shipping the work is all that matters. It's time to work through items on your to-do list you're not stopping to ask why or pondering your motivations. And if the scale of your project is overwhelming, chunking it or breaking it down into smaller and more digestible pieces can be an easier way to tackle your creative work while using limited resources. But learning to balance both modes is really helpful for creatives. And in the lecture, Cleese brings this full circle and says, so to summarize, if you really don't know how to start, or if you got stuck, Start generating random connections and allow your intuition to tell you if one might lead somewhere interesting. And to me, like most things, creativity really is a practice. It is essential that we let ourselves practice play, especially if we've been victim to rigid timelines and deadlines and work stress. And if you're like, there's no time to practice play because of all the work stress. I hate to say it, but unfortunately, you're the one in the most need of this play. The balance is a crucial part because if we spend our whole lives in the closed mode of efficiently getting everything done on a tight deadline with no play, we will absolutely burn out and all the hard work we turn out will not be as high quality as it could be if we just gave ourselves time to play. And when I say play, I mean explore in a way where there is no wrong. As always, the resources are linked in the show notes. You can watch the entire lecture if you want. But in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods,